Okay, 20-year reunion. We're back. I'm David Rausch. I'm Policy Fuentes. Summer Olympics just ended. They did. What's your favorite Olympic sport? I don't know. I mean, I, I really loved watching a lot of the middle distance races this year, like running. The men's 1500 was really interesting. A Norwegian won it. Okay. So what do you like? I did not watch any of the Olympics. Oh, wow. But I did this past weekend. I was in Park City, Utah, home of the 2002 Winter Olympics, and I went down the bobsled that they used. So I'm kind of an Olympian now, yeah, I would basically. say. Yeah, yeah. Now, was there ice on that bobsled track? or Not in the summer. No, they, okay. they swap out wheels for the summer. Gotcha. What position were you? Was it a two-man sled? I was, it was four. There's four of us. Oh, wow. I was third. So you just run and then hang on? No. Okay. So you just get in and they throw you down. Basically, yes. You get in, you have your helmet and they push you. You know, the more we talk about it, the less I sound like an Olympian. (laughs) But that's my connection. That's my Olympic tie-in. That's beautiful. So speaking of this week's interview. Yeah. Who are we talking to? We're talking to Liz Kamuda, or sorry, her maiden name, Liz Kamuda. I didn't even realize it till we were talking to her. And she mentioned that she gave the speech at her graduation. Yeah. And I kind of want to dig it up. I would love to hear it. I think it's great. I mean, Liz, as we find out, she did a lot in high school. Yeah. She was like the Olympian of our high school. Perhaps one might say. <laughs> that was weak. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should go ahead and, and run it. Let's do it. All right. So, Liz, how are you? I'm so good. Honestly, so good. I met my husband 16 years ago. So we're going on 10 years of marriage. And yeah, and I have three kids, six, five, and three. So so we got lots going on. Yeah, Not agents. as much yeah, as yeah. Paul. <laughs> But it's good. Yeah, it's That's good. awesome. So we'll get more into the, the kids and the husband and stuff. But let's let's start by going back to where we met at Willbrook. We, just for the record, just for the record, we met before Willowbrook. Yes, we did. Liz and I were in a yeah. rapping Three Little Pigs oh. play in yeah. elementary yeah. school, which is where it all started. But but you mm. can go to this question, Dave. I just want to make sure. I was the big bad wolf. You were, in you that. were the big bad wolf, Liz. You did an amazing job with that as well. I know. I, I don't know. I Hopefully it's not on record anyway. <laughs> exactly. It's just like, thank the Lord that was pre before things, everything went online. Like we are so lucky that there was like, I, I don't know. I go back and forth this one. Like, are we lucky or would it have been great to have more social media? I'm glad that a lot of things were not captured, but at the same time, it would be nice to look back and be like, oh, there's our little play, you know? We had to write the rap, Dave. We had to write, I believe, we wrote out the- You still know, do you know the rap? It was the true story of the three little pigs too, right? Didn't we do the true story? Yeah, Mm -hmm. we did the true story. We We did all of Mm -hmm. them. It was deep. I mean, it was, Mm -hmm. people were moved. It was just a very powerful- theatrical experience is why probably because of your rapping Liz is why I ended up majoring in theater later. Oh my yeah. gosh. You had a big impact. You know what? Fired. Wow. Yeah. This is the least I can Sorry, do. I went, I don't know. This is not a Westmore <laughs> elementary, whatever, I how like many 20 something year reunion podcast. This is a Willowbrook I, 20 year. So I apologize. I, Dave. I think I need my, mem- no, I need my memory jogged like that. That's a good <laughs> exactly. one. Yeah. So before we move on, just to be clear, do either of you remember any of those lines from the play? 
I know. No, okay. I, I mean, I, I'll huff and I'll puff and I'll blow your house down. It was like I said over and over see? again, but you, you know. You see what I mean? Like she's so good. She just embodies the wolf. With, I, it was meaner. It was, you know, there was so much more to it. So much more depth at the time, but you know, yeah. All right. Well, I'm glad we got, got that covered. This is, this is fantastic. <laughs> so fast forwarding to Wilbrook now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Tell us who you were as, you know, kind of your personality, what you were involved in, who was your high school self? Oh, my high school self was involved in cheerleading palms, orchestras, student council, leadership, like all the honor societies, like all the, all that stuff. And I had a job and (laughs) I don't know, just everything I could get my hands on. I wanted to, I wanted to do everything in high school. I think that I was friendly and, you know, I had sort of a certain social circle that I always hung out with. Like since I was little, like Paul was saying, like we go way back. Like I sort of always had my girlfriends that were my friends since I was a little girl. So I was very lucky, but I didn't really have a lot of classes with those particular friends, you know? So in high school, I got to make friends with people in a lot of other classes, you know, different classes than my friends were in. And I always felt like just incredibly lucky to meet people outside of that social circle sort of, you know? So I I felt like I had a lot of friends in, I don't know, all places. I don't know. I think I was a nice girl. (laughs) Yeah, that's good. Yeah, Yeah, sounds right. Goofy, too talkative in class, you know? I was very interested to meet all the boys when I went to high school, you know? (laughs) It was like definitely very important part of my high school career. (laughs) Yeah. But then I had a boyfriend for all of high school. So, <laughs> oh, who was? I dated Nick Catney's for a long time in okay. high school. Yeah, that's which is a blast from the past. Yeah, you know, for but, sure. Yeah. So did you started dating freshman year, and it was for yeah the whole time, huh? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I know. I know. Who were some of your your closest friends? Sure, Brooke Havenga, <laughs> Melanie Deliberto, Amy Lamb. Kim Brunetti, you know, those are like my core girlfriends. And then I was on cheerleading and then I was on Palm. So I had all those girls too were just awesome. Like the, you know, one of the best parts of my high school experience for sure. Can I ask a question here? Of course. How would you describe the difference between cheerleading and Palms? (laughs) Oh, sure. So cheerleading is basically like cheering on the sidelines, like actual cheers, you know, clapping and cheering and all of that with stunting, which is like, pyramids and throwing girls up in the air and all that. So the stunting, I think, is a big, big part of that. Yeah. The stunting and tumbling mm-hmm. and all that. Willowbrook, our tumbling wasn't so great, but yeah, I always all said that. that. I always talk and to Dave about like the tumbling. Always. Weak spot. I know. Weak point. He said, oh my mm-hmm. gosh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know. I know. It's a thorn in my side, you know? So um, <laughs> yeah. And so then we <laughs> went. So Palms is basically dancing and kick lines. You guys competed pretty well in state, didn't you, with Palms? We did. Yeah. Yeah. We always did really, we always did really well. And it was a lot of fun. And I treasure those memories. <laughs> what is one of your most fond memories from high school? I have, I, this is, a, it's tough. There's so many fun memories. Right, I don't know. Three, I mean, give me the top three. <laughs> well, I'll just say like, of course there were, you know, like football games and all of that. I absolutely loved, I always loved performing. Like I loved Loved performing, cheerleading or palms. And I would say the dances were amazing. Very top three. 
I don't know, maybe our senior trip to Cancun. I don't know. Did either of you go on that? <laughs> I did not go on that. Was was that yeah. a, was that an official senior trip or was that You probably had responsible parents who didn't allow you to go to Cancun. <laughs> no. no, yeah. I I remember going to like a meeting at the Villa Park Library. Wow. For the for the senior trip. The senior trip. Did not get this yeah, did not maybe, get that. Hmm. I don't know whether to send an email back then. I'm sure you got the invite, mm. but your parents probably said, no, that's not a good idea. And they were right. So that was another good one. But I don't know. I think my favorite thing about high school is like, honestly, all of the in-between stuff, you know, there is so many events, so many things, but it's like probably the more mundane things like driving around in somebody's car and just like blasting, you know, 90s and early 2000s music. <laughs> And just like looking for a party to go to or just like driving around and having nothing to do and, you know, seeing who's around like those are I don't know, those are like the best times in high school for me or just, you know, or or like we were talking about palms and cheerleading, just sort of the practices and just being with the girls or being on the bus. I mean, those are honestly more my favorite memories than anything. Just getting to know everybody. I think that makes sense because if you think about as you get older, there's less of that unstructured time, right? If you're getting together with someone, it's we're gonna go meet for a yeah. game or you know dinner or something, and it's it's very yeah. specific. And then you meet at the restaurant. Usually, it's not like all right, I'll, I'll pick you up, right? <laughs> it's, um, and then we'll we'll drive together and we'll cruise around and you know <laughs> yeah. hang out and talk and stuff. So that's a, it's a good observation that you kind of miss some of that as you get older because you don't yeah, have we those downtime. We don't do that anymore, right? Yeah. I mean, my husband my husband and I sort of cruise around and stuff like, you know, but with three kids in the car. Mm-hmm. But, but you know, <laughs> I don't know. Are you still blasting Blink 182, uh, yeah. Do, do you know what? I picked up my son from school today and I heard Blink-182 on the way. And I, I don't know, I just felt like it was a sign. Like it just felt, <laughs> it just felt right. It just felt right today. Any event like real specifically that sticks in your mind? The first day of school, the first day of high school, very, I don't know, I can still just remember like exactly what I wore, thinking that I looked amazing and then looking at a picture later and being like, this is absolutely atrocious, you know? Um, But just being like, just like that nervous excitement of the first day. I gave a speech at graduation, but I wrote it that morning. So, you know, yeah. How did you end up getting the speech? I happen to be the president of our class. That's what it was. Yeah. We didn't do very good guest research before having you on. <laughs> no, no. Why, why would you? I mean, no one should have let me speak at great. <laughs> oh, stop. So that's something I would never do now. Like now I think I would be very prepared for something like that. But no, like when you're 18 years old, you're just flying by the seat of your pants. And I was just like, I'll write it the morning of. It'll come to me. <laughs> and I can't remember a thing that I said. And no one, no one proofread. Like there was nothing, nothing. Like nobody, nobody took a look at that speech and said, what is this person going to say to all these people? No. Oh, wow. I was class president in junior high. So I gave the, the eighth grade, you know, kind of graduation speech. But I remember yeah. there was so a teacher I. involved. And I gave she, the, hey, that's bunch right. a bunch of speech givers on this call right now. Yep. That's right. There was the sponsor that you had to show in advance and you do a run through with and they gave feedback. So they just let you... Let you go for it, huh? What are some of the teachers that maybe stuck out that you remember from your time there at Willowbrook? My favorite teacher was Mr. Smith, the math teacher. He was just like the most likable, sweet, smart man. And I adored him. And he spoke to us like we were human beings. And I and I liked him. I thought he was funny. And he was, yeah, he was my favorite. And I also liked Mr. Garrett, the science teacher, chemistry teacher. 
It was like just like a funny character. I don't know if you guys had him or not, but I liked him. I don't know. Those are probably my two random favorites. Speaking of memories, prom 2001. I went. Yes, I loved it. Who did you go with? I went with my high school boyfriend, Nick Katniss. Yeah. And do you remember who was prom king and queen our senior year? I think it was Melanie and Brett. Okay, Did Melanie I make that Brett. up? Maybe I made that. I could have. This isn't I may like have made a, up, are you going to get it right? It's like, David, I don't remember. So we're asking people. Um, but you had a good time? At prom, I did. I did have a good time. I wore a dress. I looked like Glenda the Good Witch from The Wizard of Oz. I was. Is that what your date told you or? No, okay. no. He was, he was like polite. I was as tan as Snooky. And I was ready. Yeah, I was ready to party. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. And we went to New Buffalo after the prom and and we did party. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Fun, and it was fun, fun time. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool. Thinking back of your high school time, is there anything like that you regret? Not a ton of regrets. I feel like I was able to sort of balance, you know, doing pretty well in school with having a lot of fun and working and doing all these things. Where was your job? You said you worked during, where did you work? I did. I, you know, before I could actually get a, get a job, I like babysat all the time. And then I got a work permit and worked at the pool at the Lombard Commons, Moran Water Park, just serving nacho cheese to <laughs> the lovely patrons of Lombard. Um, sure. and, and then I worked at, I mean, I did a few things, but then I worked at Nordstrom in Oak Brook. And that was like, you know, just like a whole new world for me. I was really excited by that job. Yeah. But what do I regret is probably the biggest thing that I regret is I always sort of just did like mostly academic classes in high school. And the only like real elective sort of class other than like Spanish I did was photography, which I loved. And I really wish that I had actually taken advantage of like fashion classes and art and all these things. But I don't know. It was sort of like you are on this trajectory to whatever and you miss out on all those things because you're trying to fit in all these other things. And I wish I had done more, more of that, like more, more creative classes because it's sort of where my career ended up. What were some of your life goals when you were in high school? Uh, I don't, I don't even know what I wanted to be. You know, I, I think that I just thought of myself as like, I'm going to be some sort of businesswoman, whatever that meant. I didn't really know, but I, you know, I applied to a bunch of schools locally pretty much and thought that that's what I was going to do, but I did not end up doing that. (laughs) Sounds like a great segue. So yeah. Yeah. Tell us what happened. You graduate 2001. You gave an amazing speech that everyone remembers. We quote often when we come together as alumni. Even I don't remember. <laughs> yeah. What, what lied for you next after that? So after that, I, I sort of just applied to Illinois schools and Iowa and wherever. And I ended up, like I got into all those schools, and, but I ended up going to Loyola because I think I was sort of, I don't know, I think I wanted to move to the city but I think I was sort of like nervous to go away almost, you know? Yeah. So I ended up at Loyola and I was in business school there, you know, undergrad business. And then I decided that I didn't want to do that after a couple of years. And I decided that I was going to become a teacher. And then I got into those teaching classes and I was like, oh, 
what am I doing here? I don't think I want to be a teacher either, (laughs) but I didn't know. So I just sort of finished it out. I love kids and, you know, I love the idea of being a teacher and I, but that, that just wasn't in the cards for me either. So, but I graduated with a teaching degree. Did you live on campus in Loyola? I did. Yeah. I lived on campus and then I lived, so I lived in Rogers Park and then I lived in Lakeview, like in an apartment with friends and all that, which was super fun. So I graduated from Loyola, thought maybe I'll dabble in teaching, whatever, but I didn't really do much of that. I ended up, I met my boyfriend at the time. So we'll go back. My high school boyfriend and I broke up at some point and, you know, dated a series of people. And then I met my husband. We played on a like co-ed Chicago Grant Park, like summer softball league. So we got rained out one day and like the big soft, like this, the big, the, what, yeah, what size was softball? Yeah. Like the big ones. I mean, we played softball in gym class. So like, I think kind of, you might say that Willowbrook prepared you yeah. to meet your husband. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, for sure. So we got rained out of a softball game and you know, headed to Shenanigans, which is a bar over. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I didn't know that was Where, for something or got it. No, oh, no, 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 no. The bar is called Shenanigans. But Shenanigans. yeah, I mean, so then we went out that night and we were dating ever since. But where that's leading me is that he moved away for school. So he moved to Connecticut. And then I ended up moving to Connecticut. I lived in New Haven for a year, you know, sort of did everything like was nannying and substitute teaching. And then I met somebody who worked in the fashion industry and I just started commuting to New York and working a bunch of fashion shows and doing all, all of that. And then I, we decided to move to New York. My, my husband works in finance and we moved to New York and I got a job working in the buying offices for Macy's. So I started doing that. And then I got a job doing fashion marketing and PR for another you know, big umbrella of brands. And yeah, it was great fun. And, and we were in New York for five years and then we moved back to Chicago and then we had a baby and then we moved to Elmhurst. I don't know. That's, that was a long winded answer for, I don't even that know. A, that was a good snapshot. We can, we can dig in a little yeah, bit more. I don't even there. know if that's where we that's, are going. <laughs> where were we going? Where what we was went. the question? That's where okay. we went. And that was where wonderful. we went. Okay. Yeah. I mean, the question was, did you live on campus? <laughs> I did for a little bit, for a short time. Yes. The answer is yes. <laughs> so, so when you met your now husband, were you still in school or was that after school? I was still in school. He was out of school. He was working for KPMG and, and leaving that job and going to business school. And then... So you finished up and you followed him out. I finished up and I, and I followed him out. Yep. <laughs> got it. Got it. And then a year in Connecticut and then to New York, tried a bunch of different things. So of those, you mentioned a handful of different jobs. Which of those did you like best? Definitely my marketing and PR job. So I worked for a brand called Camuto Group. We did everything. We said so we had a whole bunch of brands. We, I mean, we don't really need to go into that, but I, I, did, I did actually work for a 90s pop star. So I, did, I worked for Jessica Simpson for a, while, for a long time. And wow. <laughs> Do you know, you, right, well, if you guys let's even dig know in who here that a little is. bit. Oh, yeah. come on. Sure. We know Jessica Simpson. Okay. Please. Okay. I don't know. Please, I don't girl. Know. I don't know I don't if know. you can see, but Paul's got a poster of her oh my gosh, back there in, like, his, in his room. Paul, yeah. it's on your ceiling? That's yeah. <laughs> it's, it's weird. Okay. It's weird. Right it's above weird. his bed. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's weird, it's Paul. Yeah. You know. 
Uh, yeah. Paul, you're Paul, hey. you're 38 years old. It's, you know, <laughs> hey, some 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 things never change. Some things never change. I love it. I love it. So yeah. All right. So what were you doing for Jessica Simpson? I was doing mostly marketing for that was one of my brands. So pretty much everything from public appearances and all of that. And she has, I mean, just a ton of product lines. So it was it was a fun time. And she's a very nice person. <laughs> she's. No, she's a lot of fun. Like she's just a lot of fun. Yeah. What type of market activities kind of did you specialize in? Well, so basically we were like a really small team doing a lot. So pretty much everything from like print and digital marketing to like, you know, actually going to trade shows and work and working all of her like public appearances and all of that. And we did that for other brands too, but she was one of them. And like when I was working for her, she had like a huge article come out and she was called the billion dollar baby in Forbes. And it was like this big wow. thing. And no, but I I was like a low man on the totem pole at that point. I'm just saying like, it was like a very exciting thing. It was just a fun time in my life, you know? And my husband was like, when we moved to New York, you know, he was in, he was like doing banking and stuff. And so he was working these crazy hours and it was just like a, it was nice to work in the fashion industry where it was just like I was surrounded by mostly girls and gay men and <laughs> just sort of like had an instant group of friends and, you know, had this like fun life in New York. So that was great. I'm glad I'm not there anymore, but it was fun. So you were there for five years. And so how old were you when, when you guys moved back to Chicago area? 29, almost, or yeah, 29. Yeah, we moved back to River North and live there for a few years. I had my first son there. And then we decided it's time to come back to the burbs. So it's all come full circle. And here we are. Yeah. <laughs> but in Elmhurst. Excellent. So, you know, my kids will probably go to York, which I'm, I know. I know. I, I know. Talk slide. about what we said about the people who went to York. We'll, we'll I, I, I know all the things. <laughs> I, know, <laughs> I know all the things. I know. You guys, this is a moral dilemma for me. I know. I, I get it. I get it. <laughs> you know, we'll uh, see. We'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah. So what is what does life look like for you right now? Like what's kind of your, what does your day look like? Well, right now I'm not working. So I'm just sort of with my kids. I mean, my oldest son is in school full time now. And then I have my two little ones who are just sort of in preschool and we run around and I'm a mom now. I mean, like I still have sort of possible aspirations to go back to work and do whatever. But for now, I'm sort of just like enjoying all of this family time. I love, I love being a mom. And this year has been really weird, right? I mean, it's been very weird, but I don't know. It's been amazing. My husband usually travels a ton and he's been home and I don't know. It's been great. So what my life looks like sort of uh chauffeur. I'm sure you do more than just chauffeuring around. Yeah, but I still have my own life. We have a lot, you know, we have a lot of friends and obviously I still keep in contact with so many people from my younger days. And I don't know, we just, we, ha we have a lot of fun. I kind of thought of the last year in a similar way where it was weird, but it sort of forced the family time. Like we're in it together. We're quarantined in this house. Yeah. Like we have to can't go out and play with friends. So darn it, we're going to play a board game tonight and have fun or, or whatever. And I loved it. Again, Same. lots of, lots of bad stuff about the, you know, the entire pandemic and such, but, but from that, that perspective, I actually enjoyed it. Yeah, Absolutely. I agree. I agree. I loved many things about it. What's something that a strongly held belief that you had in high school that has now changed? I definitely 
thought that I would want to have like a, you know, I had a smaller world and I think I was nervous to like have a bigger world when I was younger. And so I, I kind of was trepidatious about like doing anything different or going somewhere. And I think I needed a little boost to kind of get there. But other than that, like, you know, sort of making my world bigger and not being afraid to like go and travel and do things or try different jobs or whatever. Like, I think that I I think I was open-minded, but it's grown, I guess. Right. You mentioned having some trepidation around thinking bigger or kind of having a bigger world. What do you think was the root of that? I don't know. I think that sort of many Chicago families and like families around the Chicago suburbs, you know, we kind of just stay here and, and that's great. And I'm back here and I love that. But I think that I was kind of nervous to go to college somewhere else. You know, I didn't cast a wide net when I was looking at anything beyond high school. You know, I didn't really think of anything beyond the Midwest. And I think that that's something I would just strongly encourage my kids to do, just sort of see what's out there you know, you don't have to go to like one of these 10 schools or 20 schools, you know, just like look or, or you don't even have, to, you know, I mean, I want them to do something, but you don't have to go to college, you know, you can do something else or you can go, you know, you can go as close or as far as you want to and we'll sort of support you in that. Just kind of curious about that, about like thinking about the way in which your parents, how they parented you in high school. What are the things that you want to like carry on in terms of like parenting your own children? And is there anything that you want to do differently? Sure. I think, you know, luckily, my parents knew that I didn't need a ton of rules in high school. So they gave me a lot of freedom. You know, they gave me the freedom to go out and sort of do what I was going to do. I never really got in any trouble, really ever. So, but I had a lot of fun and I did a lot of things and like nothing, nothing bad. Like I was definitely not a wild child or anything like that, but I was definitely going to parties and definitely doing a lot of stuff and hanging out with people. And I mean, they sort of just trusted me. So what I take from that is they parented me that way. My brothers were a little bit different, you know? So like, I think that they had to be a little more strict in some ways. So I actually really like that. You know, my mom and dad always realized that like different kids need different things. And while while there's something to be said for being totally fair, different kids can sort of thrive in different ways when given different rules, I think. You know, my dad also like, you know, he was a detective and he would let me know if I was like out of line for sure. So <laughs> I wasn't I was never going to go there. You know, I wasn't really no. I mean, maybe I would toe the line, but I never really went there. So I think that that's something I would definitely try to do with my kids is sort of just realize that they're individuals and try to, I don't know, I don't know if I could say like tailor make their parenting experience with me, but you know, kind of give each kid what they need. No, I think that that's really smart. At the same time, sometimes I might've needed like a little more encouragement to go do things like to go do more like with my life and try new things or whatever. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I ended up doing a lot of things, but I think it was always sort of just like, oh, whatever you want to do is great, you know, but I think I'm a little bit more like, yeah, let's like, let's go look at colleges or let's go do this or, you know, you want to try this instrument, you want to do this, like, let's do it all, you know? So maybe that would be my one thing that I would change or do differently is I'm, I, I would kind of encourage my kids to really like get out there, 
fly little birdie. <laughs> fly, fly, that's, yeah. the, that's what you should use with them every time. Just say fly, fly that's, little birdie. Yeah. Even when they're in high school, that'll work. They got a goofy mom. So I probably will. <laughs> <laughs> I probably will. I love it. What is something that may be on your bucket list that you haven't crossed off yet that you want to do? I really want to travel more. Where? Where, where are some places you want to go? One random place that I want to go is I, I'm Polish and I'd like to go to Poland and check that out. But there's, I want to go everywhere, sort of. As I think about like being a mom and, you know, do I want to get back into working? That's like something that I'm just sort of like probably going to toy with in the next few years, you know, if, if I want to start something or go do something. So that's something I'm thinking about. As I've gotten older, I've like learned myself better, I guess. Like over time, you sort of figure out what makes you tick. Is there something that you've discovered or learned about yourself in the last, say, couple of years? Well, I mean, there's the very cliche things, right? That I really do feel like all you need are the simplest things in life. You know, you need your family and, you know, all of your basic needs, but you don't have to look very far to, you know, find the things you need in life. And it's just like the special people in your lives. And just keep those friendships going, like keep laughing, like all those like very basic things. What was the question? The reason why there are things that should be, all the things that should be hanging on a sign, yeah. like, but, I mean, you know, in your family room or something, right? But the reason why they're there. <laughs> Live, laugh, love. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, just... let's write a book. Let's just write a book. We can put them all. Yeah. That's, no, but I mean, there's a reason why those people. are popular is because they, there's an element of truth that rings you know, when people hear those things. There are. Right? I don't I don't have any of those, but I do I do live, laugh, and love for sure. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I do I do all of those things. I love it. I'm gonna flip it. What are you afraid of? Oh, like everything. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm afraid of things like weird things, like health things, you know, like I want my kids to be healthy forever. Those are the things that I'm not I'm not really scared of like skydiving and all that stuff, you know. But I mean like things like that. Those are those are my actual fears in life. You know, that I don't know. I just want all the people that I care about to be happy and healthy. I guess that's like my biggest fear. If we want to go deep, <laughs> yeah, no. But I mean, I think that's one thing that, like, if you think back, for most of us, I would say, if you think back to high school, there was no fear of that loss, right? Loss seemed no. like nothing bad's going to happen. Like, right. I'm going to live forever. This is going to be amazing. I'm always going to be able to cruise around and listen to Blink-182. Absolutely. And then like, as you grow older and you make choices and your brain develops and you develop this family that means so much to you. Now, that sense of loss is real. Yeah, right? absolutely. And, and we've, I mean, we've lost people in our, own, in our class already. And so like not only our own life, but losing others who are important to us. So I think that that fear really begins to... To develop and there's a healthiness to that, right? There's a healthiness to that fear. If we don't let it, if we don't let it run our lives. It's 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 okay to be scared of that. But definitely something that's developed that I don't, I did not have when I was in high school. I didn't have it at all, not at all, for sure. Go back to Connecticut. So you you were nannying, you were doing all these things, and then you kind of said like I connected with someone in the fashion industry. I think is like the way you put it. Can you talk a little bit more about how did you meet that person? How did it come up? I mean, I meet people in all sorts of industries, but just because I meet someone in an industry, I don't start working in that industry. So I met this girl at a party and she, this is so basic and such a girl kind of a story. And she was wearing an outfit and I was like, you're so cute. I have the same pants, blah, blah, blah. We get to talking and, you know, just sort of like discussing interests and all this stuff. And, you know, it turns out... What were the pants? Well, sorry, oh, what were oh, the pants? Oh, this is so long ago. Yeah, they were like arm, like a camo print. 
Yeah. Mm. Yeah, they were baggy. Yeah. Which seems about right for that that time frame. It seemed right. Uh, Jessica Simpson. It seemed, yes, yeah. exactly. Okay. Yes. So we just started talking. She had been a stylist. She was from LA. We did, you know, we just sort of clicked. And, you know, she worked for a showroom in New York. And she said, you know, do you want to come and like work some fashion shows with our company? And I said, yes, of course I do. Wow. So then I was heading to New York all the time and doing all these shows. And and then I decided when we actually moved there to kind of get into the corporate side of fashion. So I started working for Macy's. When you were pregnant, did you know you were not going to go back to work? Or was that a decision after you had your son? I, yeah, I knew I was not going to go back for a while. I kind of, we, I had hoped to be able to stay home with my kids for a while. So we just kind of decided to make that a priority. But, you know, I still get the itch to go do things, but I love being with my kids right now. And it's hard for me to justify not being with my kids. I don't know. So, so that's, that's just what it is for now. And we'll see. That's awesome. Yeah. That's great. So 20 years later, what do you think your 18-year-old self would think of your 38-year-old self? I actually think she would like me. I think I'm pretty... <laughs> I, I do. I, yeah. We yeah, get along. I think, she, I think she would like me. I think she would maybe be surprised that I'm not working, but I think she would definitely sort of be proud of me. And you know, I think I try to always be like a good person. And I think that you know I'm a good mom and that I've gotten to do some really cool things. And I think she would be happy that I'm married to the person I'm married to. Like, you know, my, my husband's great and he's he's really smart and funny. And that would definitely be my advice for a high school girl too, is to definitely go for like a smart guy who's, I don't know, who's, who you think is cute and all that stuff too, but just de- go for the smart guy. You know what I mean? Like, who's funny? <laughs> well, my wife's not listening to this podcast. Stop it. <laughs> you already, Stop you already it. locked that down. You're okay. Yeah. Oh, oh my good gosh. Good point. Thanks, Dave. <laughs> yeah. Locked and loaded. Five kids. My goodness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this was great. Thank you no, thanks, so much for Thank you. coming in and hanging out. I had a great time. Thank you so much for having me. I really, really appreciate it. I'm pleased to introduce to you the president of the senior class Welcome family, friends, teachers, guests, and classmates. The graduating class would like to thank each of you for joining us here today to celebrate the achievements of the Wilbur class of 2001. When you look back at these four years, what will you remember most? And how will those memories make you feel? You might think of the fear and anticipation of entering as a freshman before you knew half the people that you know now. Will it be the way you felt the first time you stepped onto the field in front of hundreds of screaming fans? Or even how you felt today, entering the gym, music playing, dressed in camping gown? Whether you were a student who partook in everything Willowbrook had to offer, or not at all, these past four years have offered us each our own unique experiences. The most memorable aspect of Willowbrook High School, I think, for many, if not all of us, has been the people we have met, and most importantly, the friendships we have made and grown these past four years.
more years. Many of us have had the pleasure of having close friendships since long before high school even began. We've had the pleasure of watching each other grow up and have had the opportunity to experience growing up together. Take a look around. For some, this may be your last time in Willowbrook High School. And years from now, when you think about your high school experience, you won't remember that class or that homework. You'll think about being out on the field with your friend, three rows in front of you, or going to the best party with your friend across the aisle. It's the people who have made our high school experience what it has been. How do you thank someone who has always been there for you, who has been the ear on the end of the line and a shoulder to cry on? Our friends have made the people, our friends have been the people who have made the Willowbrook class of 2001's high school experience what it has been. No matter what your plans are for next year, most of us will not have the opportunity to be with all of our friends every day. So, cherish this summer together and always carry with you the memories of Willowbrook High School. Remember that high school can only last four years, but good friendships last forever. Thank you to our friends for making high school such a blast. And this is it our last high school memory. Now is the time that we think about what is possible, taking with us the memories and knowledge that Willowbrook High School has given us. We will go our separate ways. Some on to vocational or two-year schools, others to the workforce, military, a four-year school, and some still undecided. No matter which choice you have made, we have what we need to take the next step, and we will always hold in our hearts a special place for Willowbrook High School and the experiences it has given us. Also, this year's graduating class would like to extend its deepest thanks to our principal, Mr. Chamberlain, who has spent 11 years and countless hours making Willowbrook High School his pride and joy and a better place for kids to be. Mr. Chamberlain, your tireless efforts and care for Willowbrook has been inspiring to us all. We'd like to recognize you as a member of this year's class, graduating onto bigger and better things. Congratulations to the class of 2001. Thank you.